Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It is Monday, March, or Monday. Man, it's Friday. Uh, I was singing, it's Friday. I'm in love. The Cure. If you're an 80s baby, I was a 70s baby. Uh, born in 1970. Um, but yeah, you know the cure. Uh, either of those decades. I think you know the cure in Robert Smith. I don't know. Uh, let's start the day with some bad news. Bum, bum, bum. Deutsche Bank in Germany, it is in danger of uh, going the way of Credit Suisse. Which is Credit Suisse is trading, I just looked at 86 cents. This one is trading at nine, $9.01, down 6%. Uh, credit default swaps are spiking. If you don't know what those are, Google it. I am not your Google. I am Gary. Uh, but yeah, Deutsche Bank is probably in danger. Um, it is taking the, the U.S. market down. There is not a lot of good news in the market. It's a Friday. So we typically don't buy on a Friday. You can trade on a Friday. I would sell some positions that you identified as short-term because it's Friday. You don't know what's going to happen over the weekend if Deutsche Bank gets taken over. Uh, there's, there's some liquidity that is needed, blah, blah, blah. Um, that could have reverberations around the world for Monday stock market. Uh, we're down 262 uh, points up until about an hour ago. We were down about 350. Um, some goods numbers came in and kind of propped it up. So uh, I, my guess is we kind of rally a little bit. I can't, I, I can't tell you that we won't be down, but I think this week is going to wind up being about flat. And if we look at SPY, I was looking at it last night. Uh, support for the S&P is about 3,700. 4,000 has absolutely been the detriment uh, of this market. In the morning yesterday, uh, we got up to 399.29 on SPY. Uh, the, the, the afternoon before, on uh, Wednesday, we got up to 402. So 4,000 is just, it's a death. Your support is at 370 here. Um, 3,700 is where, uh, if you look at the weekly average, and we're looking long-term here, uh, that is right, 371 is right where the 200, uh, 200 moving day average is. That would be your support level. Um, your resistance level is 400. So between 370 and 400, that's where you're probably going to trade. And um, if you think we're moving back down to 370, don't buy anything. Do not buy anything. Uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up to you before we get into the cues is a chart that I was looking at earlier. It is XLG, which is the top 50 largest S&P. So it's the S&P 50 uh, versus the S&P 500 versus IWM, which is the Russell 1000, somewhere in that neighborhood. It's small companies. Um, and the divergence that we've seen year to date. So you can see the orange line that is up 9.48% year to date. 
That's the XLG. That's the top 50 companies. The middle line, the S&P, is up 3.26 year to date. The IWM is down 1.82. This shows you people are running for larger, bigger. Bigger is better. Too big to fail. That's essentially where people are running to. Um, You can look at bonds. There is a huge inversion in bonds between the, well, there was between the two and the 10 year. Then when people are talking about a bond inversion, that means you're getting paid more for short term than you are for long term. And we looked at these and just a couple of weeks ago, March 8th was the high. I think um, uh, the, the, the two year was paying about 5.08. I think the the one year was about 5.2. So when you look at these moves, you know, you're close. The two-year is at 3.6. The 10-year is at 3.3. You are not that far away. So what that's saying is the Fed is going to have to reduce rates. And so when you reduce rates, do you always go up in the market? No, because we've got a problem. You know, what's that? Uh, we got pro. I think it was OJ. We got a problem. Um, yeah. So in my mind, I think between 370 and 400 is where you trade on the SPY. Um, and, and we're at 393. If for some reason you can hold above 400, resistance becomes support. But we haven't been able to hold 400. And it's clear we haven't been able to hold 400. When you look at the Qs on a weekly basis, we've moved, but it has less resistance. It closed at the, and we'll go to the weekly on the QQQ. It closed right at the 200-day last week, 285. So this one is really between uh, 310 or three, probably 320, 315, somewhere in that neighborhood is your resistance level. You can see it's clearly bumped up here. It's had less resistance. Because you're in an upward trend and you can see the two candles that we have for the last two weeks, they're green. They're moving up. You're above the nine day. Do I expect it to stay up there? No, absolutely not. Uh, in my mind, you don't buy anything today. But if I had to buy something for, for a uh, new pop, I would probably buy SQQQ to go from 32 to 40. Uh, it's oversold. Uh, when you look at TQQQ, uh, this one is uh, overbought, and, and we've been moving up in the four-hour. Um, if you look at a weekly on TQQQ, you can see it's still got um, confirmation above the nine-day. Um, but I don't know that I'd necessarily trust this. The RSI is at 52. It's in no man's land. The MACD is kind of just getting up there. This one doesn't like to spend a lot of time over the 200-day, but TQQQ on the weekly um, it just hasn't gotten up to the 200-day. The 200-day, by the way, is 36. It's a decaying asset, so if it makes that up there, great. Fine and dandy. Um, but it's going to be tough. Oil is back under uh, 100. If we go over here to Finviz, and I'll do that screener with you later, uh, we go to Finviz and we look at crude oil, 67.86. It's down 3%. Your energy names are going to get destroyed today. So. Yeah, uh, expect the weekend to be a little bit tough on oil, I would say, too. Um, yeah, that, that's my notes. Let's kind of go over some stocks. Um, some of the banks, we want to look at some of the banks. They're just getting killed. Uh, Schwab yesterday 
It uh, closed at 52.89. It's down a little bit in the morning, 52.75. In my mind, I think you can absolutely get into this one. Um, the, The CEO bought $3 million worth when you look at the insider trading. Uh, he bought $3 million worth on March 17th. Uh, I'm sorry, it's $2 million worth. There've been a bunch of March 16th, 17th, 18th. There's been a bunch of people buying a bunch of stuff. Um, and they're all insiders. And look, they're all buys. From March 14th on, it's all buys on the insider. Uh, they're trying to project confidence in the stock. The algorithm has you still in at 57, but it most likely will get you out. The market just opened up the new candle that's coming on the four hour. Um, it's down at 51.53. Um, yeah, it's 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 having some problems. I think if you can get this in the 40s, I think you're doing really well. Again, for long term, I'm a believer that when the insiders buy at 50, or I'm sorry, at 60, you're probably good getting it at 40. Are you gonna make money overnight? No. Is this going out of business? No. Are they gonna have problems? Probably. FRC is a different story. FRC, I've told you to trade. I've told you to trade on the 65-minute algorithm. Uh, the four-hour got you in at 14.18. Right now, this one is trading at $11.87. Uh, it's put in its support, le- or I'm sorry, um, its resistance level at about 15 or 16 bucks. I still say it's worth a roll of the dice if you've got it. If you're, if you're, if, if you're one of these people who would buy into GameStop, just because somebody told you to buy into GameStop, First Republic's your, your, I mean, that's your bet. That's your bet. If you want uh, something a little bit more risky, DPSD to triple levered ETF. This one will move. It's at $6.53. I remember people were telling me, hey, this one all got all the way up to 10. You told me to buy it at eight. I got a great deal on it, blah, blah, blah. I hope you sold. I hope you sold. I really hope you sold. Because this one's going to get killed with Deutsche Bank. I would not hold this over the weekend. I don't care if you're losing money. I would not hold this over the weekend. Um, Just my take on it. I just don't know what benefit you have holding this over the weekend. Hope and pray is not a trading strategy. It's just not. So, yeah. Those are the three bank stocks that I've been touting this week. None of them have really worked out. Uh, I have not traded any of them. I've kind of made guesses, paper traded some. Uh, None of the trades have really worked out. But uh, one that I was going to buy yesterday and I I pulled out of buying it is Mara. Uh, I was going to buy this on the 65-minute algorithm and we can go to the 65-minute algorithm to look at it. I have an alert set up. Um, for when it closes over the eight day. And I was getting alerts at 847, 852, 855. But I saw, and I went to the five minute chart uh, on Active Trader Pro, and we can kind of look at that one if I just switch over. Um, and we look at Mara. I said it doesn't have confirmation. It didn't have confirmation. It got up to $8.90 yesterday, and it never had confirmation. You can see right here, $8.90. That was where I finally got to my computer. And I said, am I going to buy this right below $9? Eh, probably not. And I wanted to wait for confirmation on the five minute. It never got confirmation. So did your boy buy? No. It took this tick up from about 842 to 860. Um, That looks like it's around two o'clock in the afternoon. Your boy was out hiking yesterday. 
So I took a look at it while I was hiking. I couldn't look at the chart. I said, yes, it has confirmation. I don't have the chart in my hand. I don't want to trade when I'm on the mountain. Last time I traded while I was on a mountain, it was in 2020 when I was hiking. Uh, this was during COVID. I think it was April, April of 2020. I bought a bunch of uh, UCO because somebody on the mountain said oil's, you know, it's a $2 a barrel, $10 a barrel. I think it was $5 a barrel, somewhere around there. Somebody told me, you know, oil's going to go up. It's a $2 a barrel. Who thought oil could go negative? Your boy didn't think, uh, you know, oil could go negative. So oil went negative. So yesterday I was remembering that. I said, you know, I just don't want to buy it. I'm on a mountain. I haven't had luck that way. Learn from your past. Journal your trades. Understand where you win and where you lose. That's the greatest advice I can give you. Uh, and don't take chances. So I didn't buy it. I'm glad I didn't buy it. Doesn't have a confirmation today. I would wait for this one. Honest to God, I would just wait. Um, so we took a look at Mara because it does look pretty healthy for a, a thing. Uh, Enphase, one of the leading weekly winners uh, on the S&P. Uh, and it has had a fantastic week. I mean, it really has had a fantastic week, except it got killed yesterday. When I say killed, yeah, you got in here at 212. Well, that's a 65 minute. Let's look at the four hour because this is one that crossed up earlier in the week. Um, at 209.65, and you're still in at 202. Do I think 202 is uh, good for this one? Eh, let's look at Enphase. It's expensive. I mean, the PE just kind of freaks me out a little bit. The PE, for some reason, Tesla doesn't freak me out because that one has traded against the PE. Enphase is one that last year traded against the uh, PE, but I just don't think there is something that's going to happen with solar energy. Uh, where they, they, they yank the rug out. The U.S. Uh, government yanks the rug out. I just have this feeling. So, some people know something is going on. And so Enphase, Solar Edge, all of those I trade. I don't own. And this one didn't have a strong enough trade for me to say absolutely, uh, 100%, it's going to move up here. Because that 50-day is still in negative territory. So your medium trend is still down. Your long trend is down. This has had a major, major move since December. If you remember, January was great for most stocks. Incredible for most growth stocks. It wasn't for Enphase. Enphase got killed. Uh, if we look at the one year, one year, you're up 8% still. Year to date, you're down 22%. So it, it's all about timing on this one. And I just didn't feel like too much. I think 200 is your gauge here. I think under 200, this one probably moves up. Over 200, eh, I could probably wait for it. So 200 on Enphase. Um, Netflix, they soared yesterday. And I know I did, uh, I think it was Wednesday, uh, I did Netflix versus uh, WBD versus Paramount. And I did all three of those and I looked at them and I said, Netflix is probably the one. When I just, and I injected my own personal bias in this. But when I look at it, Netflix is the one streamer that if I had one streaming service in my house, for some reason, I had a dumb box that could only get one streaming service, it would be Netflix. And I, I currently pay, I think, 15 bucks. It's the one streaming service I pay for. Uh, I share passwords with my parents. Well, yesterday, uh, Netflix announced, you know what? We're cracking down on uh, passwords in, in Canada and it works. 
it works. Uh, huge gains in membership uh, signups in Canada. That's going to be coming to the U.S. That's going to be coming all over the world. What they're going to do is they're going to raise their revenues by 25% because every, on average, every one paying household has five other households that are sharing the password and they haven't cracked down on this. They're going to get gaming. They've got workout videos up there from Nike. This is going to be an all-encompassing streamer. You're going to see Peloton is nothing compared to these guys. I hope they get some great uh, programming up there. I hope it's able to, you know, uh, control like Peloton when you put your watch on. You can uh, put your heart rate up on the screen. Well, Netflix can do that if they want. It's the same, you know, if you have an Apple Watch, you have Netflix. You know, if you have an Apple Watch and Apple TV uh, and Peloton, you can do it. Well, it's just software. So, I, I again, I think Netflix is probably that streamer. I think it's good like that. Uh, I'd still say under 200, buy it. Uh, under 300, I'm sorry. We have our 301. You're still in that trade at 301. You're up at 327. You've almost got 10% at 301. This was a great, great trade at under 300. Uh, A great trade, a great investment, whatever you want it to be. Whatever you want it to be. Uh, But Netflix is a great one. I think WBD is the next one in line if you wanted to invest in a streamer. Um, and, And this one is a little bit tougher, but David Zaslov, who's running it, is just as good as anyone at Netflix. Um, this one has a gap up here until 17. It's trading at 14. This one has lost its way. Again, Netflix is just gaining because they're having subscriber gains, blah, 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 the whole thing. So uh, I like them there. I really like Netflix. Uh, Trevor asked on the private Facebook group about uh, Cook, Traeger. He bought a Traeger grill and he's like, oh my God, I love the Traeger grill. Why isn't the stock doing well? The stock should be doing absolutely better. Their grills are unbelievable, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me ask you, how often do you buy a grill? You know, if Traeger does make that great of a grill, it doesn't rust, doesn't need maintenance, doesn't need parts, doesn't need service. Well, if somebody sells something like that, and it's, you know, could be at a premium price, but yeah, they ain't going to do well. I mean, if you buy a Traeger grill once in a lifetime, that a great, great investment? I mean, if, 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 if your house, let's say, uh, you know, um, what, Lennar, a home builder, were to build a house that you could have uh, for a lifetime with no maintenance, you'd get it absolutely. What would be the margins on that? They'd have to do something like 100% margins. So when we look at Cook, uh, the stock chart looks horrific. Now, from a four-hour standpoint, you'd be in at $3.89. The algorithm loses you 73%. Buying and holding the stock loses you 81%. That's over a two-year time span. Um, So you do outperform with the algorithm, but you only win 8% of the time. Or I'm sorry, your average win is 8%. You win 24% of the time. So it's one in four. You're better off going and betting on black and red in, in Vegas than using the algorithm to win this one. This has just been a bad, bad stock. Uh, They're not making money. Their forward PE is 43. So they're going to have to grow their earnings a tremendous amount in order to grow into this. Uh, Year to date, they're up 35% though. You can see back in January, 
Um, they were at $2.65. It's at $3.83. Trevor bought a grill. Uh, performance over one year, you're down 58%. Your 52-week range is between $2.48 and $8.15. You are directly in the middle of this range. 53% from your high, 54% from your low. Completely in between. Um, March 15th, Piper Sandler. Overweight to neutral, $6, $4. Your average price target is $3.88. You're at $3.83. I can't imagine there's a reason you would buy this. Buy the grill, not the stock. Now, there have been some insider buys. Um, fairly good amounts. I mean, half a million bucks. This guy, Jeremy Andres, he continues to buy it at about $2, almost $3. Um, and he's bought about, looks like almost $600,000 worth. A little bit over that. So, not a huge amount. But Cook, I, I, I continue to, I, you know, Weber, I think Weber had a horrible, um, uh, Weber, let's see, uh, yeah, W-E-B-R, they had a huge pandemic win. Uh, I'm talking huge pandemic win. If we go back and we look at Weber at the weekly, um, and ever since then, it's just been horrible. Um, they went. Public, yeah, they went public at about six eighteen dollars a share, somewhere in that neighborhood. They're at eight dollars a share. It's just people don't buy a lot of grills, so I, I'd stay away from it, Trevor. There's a better place to put your money. Willie sent me a message. He goes, "Dude, I really, I really like uh, Intel. The VWAP has been kind of going up uh, with the uh, the S and P." Uh, this one, I, I actually instructed my father, and and you know, my father thinks I'm a genius because of this. I told him after this earnings where it gapped down, I said, you know, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. It's a thirty dollar stock, and boom, he sold at thirty. Well, your boy got him back in at twenty five. It's tr- gonna trade between twenty five and thirty. Intel is a horribly run company. They had. Every momentum uh, that you could have in chips, and they let AMD, they let Intel, or I'm sorry, um, Qualcomm, and they let NVIDIA take everything. Smarter employees, smarter intelligence, smarter technology. They, they gave it all away. They basically focused on the PC market and said, you know what? Not everybody's going to want a PC. Well, no, nobody wants a PC. Everybody wanted a specialized gaming PC. Everybody wanted to mine Bitcoin. Everybody wanted self-driving chips. Um, that's where they lost their way. They just didn't do things right. March 16th, upgrade from Susquehanna. Uh, negative to neutral, $26 price target. The average target price is 27 If you're in this at 29 when it hits 30 get the F out. You can get the F out now. Year to date, you're up 9%. Where are you going to put your money? Well, you're going to put your money into Qualcomm. Uh, Qualcomm at 120, anywhere in the 120s, it's at 124. Their average price target is 152. Their PE is 11. It's a little bit more expensive. Year to date, they're up 12. You can put your money into AMD. Uh, AMD's PE, a little bit extended, 113. These guys have great momentum. Uh, you're, you're 20% off your 52-week high of 125. Year to date, you're up 54%. Your average target price is 94 the only reason it's 94 is because they, th- those price targets were, hey, we've got a glut of chips and we've got to give them away. They're giving them away. They gave them away. It's all done. 
You're, you've got new technology. People are buying the chips. Boom, you're done. Uh, finally, I would not put money into this. I would probably put my money into SOXL if I'm actually putting money into something chip-wise that is this. Your PE on NVIDIA is 156. This one was trading in January at 140. At 140, and you're at 271. Uh, your average price target is 250. Year to date, it's up 86%. So it's just a little bit more. Intel, uh, Willie, I'd say 25 to 30 is the range. You're just covering this gap up here to 30. Uh, you covered it back here on March 17th. Um, I, 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 I agree with you completely. I think Willie bought it at about 25 or 26 as well. I think riding it to 30, you've got confirmation. Today, it is up 0.62. Um, it's at 29.25. I'd probably just hold on to it to 30. Uh, it doesn't have a MACD cross up. It had a cross down, but it doesn't look like it's drastically going down. Their earnings are coming up April 27th. You really don't have a catalyst. So it's going to be their own worst enemy if something comes out. Sam wanted me, and this is another one that I did for my dad as well. Um, Dexcom, DXCM, uh, Zebra, DXCM, uh, Dexcom does, uh, diabetes stuff. If you've ever seen somebody with the diabetes, the blood sugar patch, uh, it's a little needle prick and it puts this thing and you can actually, um, monitor it on your phone. I have a couple of friends who have it and it's been life changing for them. They absolutely, absolutely 100% love it. Dexcom has been a stock that has been an absolute killer of recent. The algorithm uh, makes you 68% versus the actual asset makes you only 30% and that's over two years. So the, the algorithm actually has done well. The algorithm has you in at 113. You're trading at about 113 right now. You're at 112.97. Um, there is some danger here. And this is what I told my dad. And I'm not going to look at the fundamentals yet, but I will tell you what I told my dad. Uh, it was trading at about 116 when I talked to him. And I said, here's the thing. Uh, you're, at your, you're close to your 52-week high. I said, uh, Apple uh, and others have developed some technology that doesn't need the needle prick to measure and estimate your blood sugar. Uh, Dexcom doesn't have that technology. They're still doing the needle prick. I can't imagine that something without a needle prick is as accurate as a needle prick. So I think you're a long ways away from that technology coming, but just the noise of that technology brought the stock from 120 down to about 100. Just the noise of that. It was nothing other than the noise. So I, I told him, I said, at 116, sell 25%. He sold 25%. Uh, when I called him again, I said, you know, you probably want to pick this up around 100. So when it gets down, when I get this, this was when I alerted him, 106. I said, at 106, you probably want to buy a little bit more. Uh, some of that 25% back. I think he bought the whole 25% back, to be honest with you. And now it's at 113. Uh, in my mind, with this range, I, again, I think. The, the, the noise is going to bring this back down to 100 at some point. You're in a downward. You've got that button hook with this particular buy right here. I talk about the button hook all the time. This particular buy at 113, you got the button hook and it brought you all the way back. I think you're breaking the 200 day. I think you're coming back down here to about 105, 106. I just think the noise 
is what's killing this one. I, I, I think diabetics, um, you talk to a diabetic, man. They love Dexcom. Uh, the PE, super expensive, 142. You can see the multiple tops around 120. Uh, it's 52-week high is 134. You're 15% below that. Do I think it's going up there? Not in a freaking recession. Healthcare does pretty well in a recession, but not at 142 PE. That's a huge PE to continue. Uh, the average price target is 132, and you're trading at 113. So you do have some upside. If you get it at 113, here's what I would tell you. If you're a diabetic, you love this, buy it. I don't care what the price is, buy it. If you're using it, buy it. Just buy it. Um, Dexcom has great, great technology. I don't think that there is a significant amount of uh, danger in the stock at 100. I do think around 120, there is danger in the stock. And the reason I say that, look at the sales. There's a lot of it. There's nobody buying here. There were a lot of people selling here uh, in June of last year at 300. But I think at 100, at 80, they're still selling. I mean, look at this guy. Uh, the president's CEO sold $5 million worth back in January at 105. Um, this guy, president CEO, again, $6 million, January 30th. So in January, he sold somewhere in the neighborhood of $11 million just on two sales. Oh, and look, March 1st at 109, he sold $4 million at 109. Oh, and look, the EVP, he sold $2 million at 114. The most recent sale is from the SVP corporate strategy. He sold 264000 It's not a huge amount. But when you do get into those million dollars from the president and CEO at 105, 106, 110, you, know, you, you want that. You, you want that price point to be your kind of uh, resistance level, not your support level. You want it being your resistance level where you actually take a look at taking profits. You can see back here in January where it was at November, I'm sorry, November 2021, it was at 156, November 2021. Boom, March 2022 during a down period, this was where, where the market sprung up, it was at 128. Then boom, as recession and increasing uh, you know, cost, blah, 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 and there is a war on healthcare uh, within the government, making things cheaper and blah, blah, blah. So Dexcom, great stock. I really, really like it. So Sam, I, I, I think you're fine in Dexcom, uh, but I would use that 120 as your resistance level, not a support level. I'd probably use 100. Here, if we're looking at the weekly, you're looking at 90 being the 200 day. And if that 50 day does do a death cross on the weekly, look out. Look out. It happened back here, actually, February 2018, uh, where it crossed down. You had death cross. But that was actually a, a bullish <laughs> signal for this one. So again, I think 110, you know, fine. But I, I'd probably sell as it gets closer to the, uh, the one, 120 mark. Uh, Activision Blizzard. Uh, we talk about Activision Blizzard a lot. I stopped talking about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, the EU, UK regulators said it won't stop competition for Microsoft to buy them. So it looks like the deal will get EU approval. There's still a lawsuit here in the US, so there is still some danger, but that seems to be lessened with the EU saying, yeah, it won't kill competition. 
And so what did this stock do today? It's up 7% to $85. The price for Microsoft to buy it is 95. 95 is your absolute, absolute top. So at 85, does it make sense? No. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. I'd still wait for it to come down to 80. I think you're going to see this one pull back to 80 at some point in time. This ain't getting done anytime soon. Let's take a look at some of the recap of the week. Uh, we had multiple alerts on DRV this week. Monday, uh, there was an alert at 51.06. No, that wasn't Monday. It was 55.20 uh, on Monday. Where are you today? 61.69. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, that's a nice 10%. You get out today, you got confirmation. This is the triple uh, levered bear in the uh, the real estate market. You, just FYI, you got golden cross today. The 50 days crossing the 200 day. So I'd probably hold this one through the weekend. I know I say don't, um, but I might think about holding it. You Dow, this is the up Dow. Boy, this one had a, a, a bad one. We had a secondary cross up here uh, this week. But it's been down. $50.36. It still got you in. It will probably get you out. Uh, today, I would say, it'll get you out. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it, it had this cross up. Just didn't last. So you doubt. IBM, we had a cross up. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, let's see where we had the cross up. We had some good technology. 123.79 was the cross up on Monday. You're at 123.66. You've had a pretty much a round trip. Um, you know, again, I don't know if you're holding it for a week. I don't know if you're holding it long term, but you kind of got it where the cross up was. You got that button hook. We've just had a bad week where it's just kind of taking stuff down. Lululemon, different. Different. They got an upgrade. Um, I said buy it under 200, under 300. 292.89 was the, the, the buy in. Boy, it's at 310. You got your earnings coming up next week, March 28th. Um, yeah, you could be in for some uh, good pop. This could get above the 200. Day. The 200 day is 323. So if they have a good earnings, look for that one to go back up. Starbucks, we had a cross up on. Um, and I said anything under 100, you should absolutely buy this one. Uh, 9907, you're in 9799. I still say under 100, you could get this one. It's oversold a bit. Um, at 35 is the RSI. Eh, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's this gap down here at 89 to 85. We got to go way down in the S&P for Starbucks to hit that. So if you think we're going down, yeah, that might be one that you want to uh, look at. WBD. I talked about Netflix, talked about WBD. We had a cross up here at 1426. You're still in. It's probably going to get you out. Um, WBD, I would say the 200 day is right at about 12. I think that's probably where you want to you want to buy it. Uh, Fourteen, a little bit expensive. Oracle, I don't think there's a price that you can pay for this one that's too much. Uh, Long term, eighty five twenty eight was the 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 price. Eighty seven seventy three. Anybody seeing TikTok yesterday? Uh, you remember that during the Trump administration when he was going to outlaw TikTok, Oracle was one of the companies that was going to take the TikTok data. Huge business for them. Uh, Oxy. This is one Warren Buffett continues to buy billions of dollars worth at $60. $60 is your swing. Got you in at $59.93. I don't think it's a horrible buy, but you're at $57. So you're down 1.46 today. 
Oil just continues to go down. We had on Tuesday again a Boeing cross up at 200, 203.71. Got you out shortly afterwards with a slight loss. Looked like it's less than 1%. Um, if you're in it today, like I am, I have one share. It's at 195. I think I bought it like 205, 206, somewhere around there. Uh, Venom on Tuesday, uh, Viper, for those of you that actually look at the company name. V-N-O-M is the symbol. 2784 was the buy-in. You're still in this. Uh, it's completely oversold. This is just getting killed on oil. It's down at 2624. Their earnings are coming up May 2nd, so you don't have a catalyst in this one for a while. <clears throat> but VNOM is uh, the thing. Airbnb, I talked about Airbnb being a long-term buy if you wanted to buy it. Uh, 117.62, you're kind of taking a round trip. You got all the way up to 125. You didn't get 10% in this one, but it got the button hook. I think you could get in this. I think it may pull back to its 200-day around 105, but I think anything between 105 and 120 is probably a decent buy long-term on this one. You may go through, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, if you want to buy it today at 117, buy a couple of shares. Uh, If you want to buy it later at 105, buy a couple of shares then. I mean, you know, make your way in. Just remember... Uh, in December, this was an $84 stock. So when everybody was selling for tax loss harvesting, uh, I made a big deal about Schwab crossing up. Uh, and I said, I didn't make enough of a big deal. I expected this one to continue to rise at 5717. I said, you know what? It's got a cross up here. Um, it's going to go continue to go today. It's at 5269. I was completely wrong. Uh, I did not buy in. I am going to buy in. Uh, I am just waiting for some of the volatility to level out. I said if I can get this under 60, I'm happy. I'm going to start a position. Probably not today. I don't want to do it before the weekend. Uh, Wednesday, we had XOM, Exxon. I personally own this. I own six figures of this stock. I've sold some of it for a gain. Uh, I'm up 100%. 106.66 still has you in. I think anything above 100, you're still good. I think anything below 100, you're doing really well. Exxon's just one of those. They're going to print money. QCLN, which is an ETF for clean energy that I personally own, has not been a long-term play. Uh, $50.70 was the buy-in. $48.77. You're below the 200-day. This one just can't get out of its own way. It can't stay above the 200-day. Morgan Stanley. I mean, we had Morgan Stanley, Wells Fargo. Uh, and a bunch of others cross up here on Wednesday. Uh, this one's one that crossed up at 88.98. Algorithm still has you in. Probably will get you out today. Probably. Um, but it's at 82.81. Their earnings are coming up about April 18th. So not anytime soon. PXD. Your boy bought this one at 208. I still like it. Huge dividend at I think 14% yield at this point. They've said anything over $50 in oil. They're going to continue to pay out minimum 5% dividend. I'll keep my money in here, 188. The cross-up is 193. I'll probably add to it. Here's what you have to know about PXD. We'll take a look at the weekly on this one, and it's long-term. It had the ascending triangle. It broke down to that. It's 200 days at 164. You could be going to 164. I don't think you'll go much lower, but I think 164 is probably the bomb. I only put in about 10% of what I wanted to when I bought it. I bought it for the dividend, got the 3% dividend payout, boom. 
Devin, I continue to say anything under 50. You should be buying in this one. Great dividend. 48.63 was the buy-in. You're at $46. Um, this is in our core portfolio, as well as Simon Property Group, SPG. This one is down around 100. I said around 120. I thought it was a great buy. 108.09, it got you out a couple of candles later. This one's completely oversold. Right after the dividend, it just completely sold off, um, which sometimes it does. I mean, you can see if the dividend, if the market's not doing really well, the dividend's kind of taking it down. Uh, but it's a long-term hold. Uh, when we take a look at a weekly on this one, I think you're a little bit expensive, but you're in a downward trend with the 50-day and the 200-day kind of matching. You're below both. So I, I, it's a well-run company, pay good dividend, well-managed. Cleveland Cliffs, your boy bought this one at $20.50, I think. We're at $17.25. This one had a cross-up uh, on Wednesday. Uh, I want to buy back in, I, as well as Mara. I have been looking at this one um, on the 65-minute and on the 5-minute. I just haven't found a good entry. I really just haven't found a good entry. But I am going to double down on this one and add more to it. Um, I'm not done buying. I think it's a $30 stock. Uh, this one, it got you in at 1838. You're still in that trade, but you're trading at 1725. Um, talking about energy, XLE had a cross up. Um, and XLE is the spider sector for energy. Uh, we also had CLP. We had Schlumberger. We had, uh, LNG, which is Shishnir. Um, so you've got all of those. Finally, I want to go over, okay, say you want to find a stock. And I want to go over the screen. I know I've done this before. Uh, and I just did this on YouTube. So here's where, where I would go. I'd go to finviz.com. It's free. There is no cost whatsoever to finviz. And I did this. Let's look at the Dow. And, and the, the reason I picked the Dow is there's 30 stocks in the Dow. So we look at that. Then I want to look at something that is uh, trading a little bit. I want to see something that's a little bit down. Uh, I don't want to buy at a top. I don't want to buy something that is uh, trending up. So I'll say priced below the 200-day. So we pull up that up. So it went from 30 to 17. I want to look at it in the medium term where it's a little bit beaten up. So I look at the price below the 50-day. Uh, it went from 17 down to 16. Short term, 20-day. I go below the 20-day. It went from 16 down to 14. Um, then I want to look at the forward PE and I want to look at the forward PE as uh low below 15. Uh, and we look at this and we're down to 10 stocks. So of these 10 stocks, let me look at what I've got. I've got Chevron. Eh, it's an oil. It's probably getting beaten down. It's okay. Uh, Dow chemical company. I eh, look at it. Um, the PE is eight. It's around where Chevron is. I think oil probably has better than the basic materials company. Goldman Sachs, PE is about 10. We're in a financial crisis. I ain't touching. IBM, their PE is 64. It pays a good dividend, but it doesn't have anything. Johnson & Johnson, eh, it's a healthcare. I own it. I just, you know, I don't trade it. I don't want anything short term. I don't necessarily need it. Um, JP Morgan, Banking crisis, I don't want anything to do with 3M. In a lawsuit with the veterans over earplugs, uh, I want not to touch this one. I'm not a big fan of insurance. Traveler's company, I don't want. 
Walgreen Boots, do I want it? Nah, it's not really making money. They're trying to turn this company around, blah, blah, blah. But what company do I see Verizon? Their PE is seven. Their price is 37.31. When I go into Verizon and I look, ooh, it's got a dividend of 6.98. So we talked about bonds with the, the uh, US Treasury at a one year at 4.25 versus Verizon at 6.98% dividend. I can make more of a dividend at a stock that is trading below its 200 day, below its 50 day, and below its 20 day, which is beaten down. The target price on this, the average target price is 44. We'll look at this. We've got three most recent upgrades, all between 41 and $50. There's a uh, Insider Monkey 13 best 5G stocks to own now. We go down to Insiders. They're all selling around 36. They're uh, between 50 and, and probably 36. They had some sales. These are $200,000 sales. This guy, Kyle Madley, he's putting in a pool in his backyard for a million bucks. That's all he's doing. So of those things, I think Verizon is a buy. And, and, and I go over here to my, uh, this is where we get into paid. This is TrendSpider. And I go and look at my four-hour algorithm on Verizon. And I say, you know, the stock is below its 200-day. Uh, it's below its 50-day. It's trading right around the 21-day, which I look at on here. I don't look at the 20-day because 21 pushes me out past four weeks. There's five trading days in a week. If you go 20 days, you're just hitting that four weeks, but I want to look at it a little bit longer than a month. So I do 21, uh, and I look at a short-term. I have a nine-day. That gets me under two weeks. Um, so I look at this. And it's trading right along here. And I see, oh, there's a buy at 36.88. And you know what? We're coming up on a dividend payment. Well, in a good economy, uh, I might think of this as a, a decent buy. Uh, in a bad economy, I'm thinking it probably an okay buy because if I hold it for a year, I get paid 6% no matter what the actual asset price is. Do I think the asset price is going to go up? Um, let's go back and we'll look at their forward PE is 7.8. Their expected earnings per share this year is going to be down 4%. They're just spending a whole bunch of money on 5G. So can I put up with the volatility in this while getting almost 7% dividend, assuming they don't pull the dividend back? If this stock were to pull the dividend back, that would be the death of them. Uh, there's a bunch of gaps up here between 44 and 45 and a gap up here at 53. Uh, this only goes back to last year where it was a $50 stock and it was thought to be, oh my God, it's great. That was when rates were starting to rise and we were in this cycle. Now that rates have risen, if we're staying higher for longer, if they actually start to reduce rates, I think this stock may be one that actually benefits. The problem is they're gonna have to raise rates on mobile phones, which is gonna be next to impossible because there's a race to the bottom. Leads me into the sponsor, uh, Visible, which is owned by Verizon. Uh, $30 a month, unlimited cell phone service. I think they may have even done down to $25 a month. Let's go to Visible. There is a link in the description down below. Uh, you can click the link. You get $20 off your first month. Um, let's see. Check out our plans. Um, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, $25 a month. Uh, it was welcome discount applied. Um, and $35 a month for the big one. 
So you get 20, if you use the link down below, you get $20 off your first phone bill. Simple as that. I get 20 bucks off, you get 20 bucks off. Uh, but yeah, Verizon is the stock, Visible is the sponsor. If you want to get a paid version, you don't want to use Finviz. Finviz is great. I mean, I used Finviz before I got TrendSpider. If you want to get TrendSpider, go to the link down below and click on TrendSpider. Use the code DSP25. You'll get 25% off. I give you my algorithm. The, all of the entry points that you see on this, uh, this outperforms the market because if you were to buy Verizon two years ago, you'd be down 35%. If you would have gotten in and out based on the algorithm, you'd only be down 21%. So it outperforms the market. It provides this quote-unquote safety. You still have to pick winners. That's why I say, hey, you have to pick stocks that are good. Uh, and that's why we use both fundamentals and charting. But this is kind of a safety. And it's a four-hour chart. I'll also give you my 65-minute, which is a day trading stock. Uh, I give you access to all my watch lists, all my scanners, everything. Again, DSP25. Final sponsor is ID Shop printing needs. These are the guys that I work for. I'm going to, I think next week I'll be driving to New Jersey. Uh, then I go to Chicago and to Houston uh, for, uh, for soccer events. Uh, I'm going to be traveling a lot in April. So, uh, but ID Shop is the sponsor of that. Um, they are, it's just great. Any of your printing needs, any of your security badges, you know, if you got even RFID badges that you swipe in at work, I mean, who's ever in charge of that? Tell them to go to ID Shop. Tell them to get a price from ID Shop. ID Shop is incredible. Their service is unmatched. It's a small company. They do everything for their clients. Major League Soccer loves them. NHL loves them. Um, you know, they have a bunch of people, huge corporations and small corporations. Uh, it's down here in the Southeast. The owner, Travis, great, great guy. Um, love those guys. Love everybody in that business. I mean, they are family to me. So uh, idshop.com, you can just go there. Just tell them to get a price, whoever does your badges and stuff. Tell them Gary sent you. They won't know who Gary is, by the way, because I'm a contractor. I, all I do is travel for those guys. So I don't meet anybody in the office. I don't do anything. Um, I think there's a, a woman that does my payroll. I may have talked to her twice. <laughs> That's it. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Um, I do think that we end up uh, up today. Uh, I, I, I just have this feeling that it, there's an overreaction to Europe and that SPY, for some reason, we wind up going a little bit higher. In fact, we're down even to 391. Um, we opened at 391.84. We're down at 391.27. The low was down at 389. So you're just kind of, you're going to hang on to this 200 day. That's essentially what you're doing until another bank fails. If Deutsche Bank fails over the weekend, boom, look out, 380. And then if another bank fails, you're going down to that support level, 3,700, 370 is, is what SPY would be. But let me know if you have any questions. Thank you guys for listening. Hit the thumbs up button. If you've made it this far, just head over to YouTube and hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Uh, all the links are down below in the link tree. Just click on that link tree. You can find anything that I talked about in this episode, you can find in that link tree. So have a great weekend. Take care. Bye.